0: Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns.
1: Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. This week we chat to Sinead, who many of you will remember from episode number three, for her wonderful tips and insider knowledge from anyone planning to visit the historic English city of York. In today's episode, you will discover some of the best day trips you can take from York, including scenic train journeys, coastal seaside towns, ruined abbeys, stately homes, waterfalls, walks and more. Sinead also shares practical tips and info to help plan your day trips from York. So without further ado, let's hear from Sinead. Hi, Sinead. It's so lovely to have you back on the podcast. Obviously, in uh, episode three, you talked about visiting York, um, which was it's actually one of our most popular podcasts, uh, which is brilliant. Um, So um, would you like to just reintroduce yourselves to people who are new to the podcast and haven't met you before?
0: Um, So hello, I'm Sinead. I live in York and I have a a York based website called uh, YorkWithKids.com where I promote trips to York. I, I love my beautiful city and I'm very happy to share it with everybody. Um, I also run a family travel website, memories.com about our family travels. Um, but yeah, I just, I love talking about my beautiful city. Wonderful.
1: Thanks for that, Sinead. And obviously you're going to, uh, today, we're going to talk about um, some of the day trips from York because last time we, we talked a lot about things to do in York. Um, and as I say, it's, um, being a very popular um podcast episode and um hopefully we're encouraging more visitors to the UK to spend more time in York itself. And if they do, obviously there's opportunity to take some day trips. Um, so I thought it would be really good for us to talk through some of those um places that they can visit today. But also I think it might be useful if you just give us a bit of information about Yorkshire because um if our listeners aren't necessarily familiar with Yorkshire itself, the county, it'd be useful to kind of give them a picture of
0: of the county yeah okay so york is actually a standalone city it's not part of any county it's, its official title is the city of york it is very small but it's surrounded by north yorkshire and north yorkshire is england's largest county so it's very diverse Um, but it also neighbors south yorkshire west yorkshire and east riding Um, and sometimes you'll hear people say yorkshire but Yorkshire is actually divided into four different places. Um, So within North Yorkshire, because that's the largest county, there's so much diversity. You've got um, the Yorkshire Dales with hills, valleys, um, waterfalls. It's got England's highest single drop waterfall. It's got caves. The biggest cavern in the UK is in Yorkshire. Um, It's got hills and peaks And then on the other side, you've got the Yorkshire Moors, which is a very, very different landscape. And that leads on to the Yorkshire coastline, which is a Jurassic coastline. It's um, famous for its fossils. So there's so much diversity here. And of course, because of um, its role in history, we've got Roman sites, Viking sites, monastic sites, medieval sites. And on top of that, you've then got, literary sites the Brontes lived and worked in West Yorkshire Um, Bram Stoker used Whitby as Dracula's landing place in his Dracula novel Um, and all these amazing landscapes and history has um, created quite a film industry in Yorkshire we have films have been filmed here we've had Harry Potter filmed here We've had um, lots of television programs here, Heartbeat, All Creatures Great and Small, Bridgerton was filmed nearby. Um, so there's whatever your interest, there will be something in Yorkshire for you to do. It really does have it all, oh, doesn't it? It, it's, does. uh,
1: it really is a county with with so much stuff. And actually it's really interesting even listening to what you're saying about um Yorkshire and it being divided into North Yorkshire and you know um East Ride and West Yorkshire, South Yorkshire because even I don't even think of that as a British, I was just think Yorkshire and lump it all together. Yeah. Uh, but actually just actually you know taking it apart and thinking about North Yorkshire um, and it, it just what that has to offer is absolutely fantastic. So um, obviously, so you're based in the city of York and if somebody's visiting and they decide that they're going to spend some time in York and then they actually want to take some some day trips out. um, Should we talk about some of the different places that you would recommend that people consider to visit um, on day trips
0: from York? Yeah, absolutely. The list I've, I've sort of got is a very varied list. So it'll appeal to singletons, couples, families. Um, you know, people on a budget, pe- you know, it, it's a very varied list. So um, one of the biggest attractions in uh, North Yorkshire is the, the North Yorkshire Moors Railway. It's a heritage railway which runs steam trains and it runs from Pickering right across the moors um, to Whitby and it is a beautiful, beautiful train ride. It's it's one of the best ways to see the Yorkshire Moors, it's so relaxing and you can buy hop-on hop-off tickets. So you can get on at Pickering and then get off at the stops along the way and see multiple places in one day. If you do want to do that, I would recommend getting the first train of the day. Um, so you can get off at Leversham, which has amazing wooden walks. You can get off at Gothland where Heartbeat, the television programme, is filmed. And the train station there doubled as Hogsmead Station in the Harry Potter movies. Um, it's a really fantastic day out. And it's a great day out, whatever the weather. Uh, a bit closer to York is Castle Howard. And we we go to Castle Howard every year, usually at Christmas. It's just one of the best day trips you can do from York. And you could easily spend a whole day there. Um, it's an 18th century estate. It's got a fantastic stately home. Um, Brideshead Revisited was filmed there and Bridgerton was filmed there. You can tour the house, which is incredibly ornate. Um, my favourite part is the chapel. You can walk the landscaped grounds, there's fountains, lakes, a walled garden, there's woodland walks. Um, For children, there's a fantastic adventure playground. There's a great cafe, there's a farm shop. Um, And if you do run out of things to do, just across the road is the Yorkshire Arboretum, which is a a fantastic place to go, especially in spring and autumn. So that's well worth a day trip. Um, A little bit further north from York is Revo Abbey in Helmsley. Revo Abbey is stunning. It's the ruins of a 12th century abbey. It was the first Cistercian Abbey in the north of England. And it really is a beautiful atmospheric place to walk around. And only a couple of miles away from Revo is Helmsley, which is a lovely market town. It's got a very popular farmer's market in the town square. Um, It has a 900-year-old castle ruin there. Um, And also near about two or three miles away from that is Byland Abbey which is much lesser known than Revo Abbey but it's just as impressive um and that is well worth a look around there and the countryside walks there are amazing and right opposite the entrance to Byland Abbey is a fantastic country pub so that that's a fantastic day trip you can fit a lot into a day trip up to Revo Abbey.
1: That's that's worth knowing actually if just to interrupt there um Sinead just quickly um we we actually visited Revo Abbey this last summer when we were back and um wow I was gonna say it was we just loved it
0: absolutely loved it yeah that whole area is is lovely really lovely
1: yeah it was it was it was a beautiful sunny summer's day um you couldn't have honestly got any better beautiful blue skies warm weather um it was really lovely to explore that and actually on our way because um you know you mentioned um about the North Yorkshire Moors Railway which is actually top of our list of things to do when we're back next year Uh, because as you know like uh, Muslim Doug um is a huge train fan and so when we were back we actually went to Pickering and we watched the train leave yep um, the station and then we went on to gothland and um took some photos around that station as well I actually bought a few things from in the shop um because it was something that we do, we just couldn't fit it in this trip but absolutely definitely going to do it so i'm glad you've mentioned those two in particular because those were two that that we absolutely loved and um Castle Howard is somewhere I haven't been to yet, so that's definitely gonna to have to go. I'll take you when you come. <laughs> oh, that sounds fantastic. I'm gonna hold you that, because that would be fantastic. I really would love it. And interesting actually, some people in our Facebook group and the UK and London Travel Planner Facebook group have actually just been to Castle Howard and put some lovely photos on. Um So, yeah, that's definitely uh, definitely going to go into our itinerary
0: next summer. That's for sure. And if anybody visits York at Christmas, it is a fantastic day trip at Christmas. The whole house is is professionally decorated um, and it's just it's magical. And they have a different theme every year. Um, That's why we go, because it's just so beautiful and it feels really Christmassy. It's lovely.
1: Oh, that sounds a bit like Chatsworth House, yeah. which is near where we live in Derbyshire. And again, they they do different theme every year, so it, it's somewhere that I always just to like to go at Christmas. Um, it's it's lovely taking the kids around something like that as well because you really get into that kind of Christmas spirit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely. And the other you so you mentioned Revo Abbey, and then you mentioned another
0: abbey that I I wasn't familiar with. After that, sorry, could you just go back to that? Just wanted to ask about that one. Uh Byland Abbey. Yeah, it's a bit smaller than Reva Abbey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another Cistercian Abbey ruins. Um, But it's, it's much lesser known. So it's very quiet. Mm-hmm. It's in a really beautiful valley. You can do walks up onto the, the hilltop there. It's really, it's well worth a visit. It's very quiet. It's lovely. Okay. Yeah, definitely going to add that one to the list. Excellent. Okay, so have you got some some other excellent places too? Yeah, um, a complete change from the countryside is um, Haworth mm-hmm. in West Yorkshire. It's famous as the home of the Brontë sisters. Um, it's a lovely yeah. town to wander around. You can visit the parsonage where the Brontës lived. Um, you can go to the train station where the railway children film was was filmed. Um, it's also a good location for some country walks as well. Um, if you if you like going for walks, I'd strongly mm-hmm. recommend Bolton Abbey. It's about an hour and a quarter drive from York. It's a fantastic place to go for the day. It's got woodland walks. It's got waterfalls. It's very famous for having stepping stones over the river that people like to cross. It's got great tea rooms there. They've Their cream teas are gorgeous. Riverside walks. You can climb a hill called Simon's Seat, and then there's extensive ruins of a 12th century abbey. And it's also a really good value day out because you only pay to park. So if you're in a group or a family, it's it's a very affordable day out. Um, And a, a local tip here, about two minute drive from Bolton Abbey, is Billy Bob's Ice Cream Parlor. It's on a farm in a barn, and it's amazing be the best ice cream you've ever tasted well worth
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> oh that's fantastic that's a that's a great tip thanks for that thanks for that one uh Sinead I'm sure everybody will be frantically writing that down but I have to say it will be in the show notes we'll put a link into to that ice cream parlor so if you're going to Bolton Abbey you can make sure that you don't miss out on that
0: yeah and um, Bolton Abbey is um on the south side of the Yorkshire Dales and we we love the Yorkshire Dales. It's one of the reasons we moved to York was to get into the Dales more. um The Yorkshire Dales National Park is not like a encircled park. You don't have to pay to go in or anything. It's it's a region, so you'll just see a sign saying that you're in the park. um But there's so many th- amazing things to do in it. You can go to Aysgarth Falls. You can go to Hardraw Force, which is England's highest single drop waterfall. Um, You can go to Gordale Scar, which is an incredible gorge. It's really beautiful, very popular for um, climbers. Malham Cove is probably one of my favourite places in the world. It's a 250 foot natural stone amphitheatre. It used to have a waterfall over it, but it's just a stone amphitheatre now. And the limestone pavement at the top has the most incredible views of North Yorkshire. And it is where Harry Potter the big sequence of Harry Potter was filmed up there. It's really eerie, sort of atmospheric um there's a loads of lovely quaint market towns. I'd recommend a trip to Ingleton ingleton there's you can go to see show caves. you could join a caving trip. you could join a climbing trip. You could just do a hike yourself. Ingleborough just outside Ingleton is one of Yorkshire's highest peaks. The, the dales is a, an amazing place to visit you do need a car to explore it really yeah
1: and the um the waterfalls trail is um a trail that that um that we did or well, I must say it was about 10 years ago now yeah. um and that that was a beautiful absolutely beautiful. Um, a lot of steps yeah. <laughs> a lot of steps yeah. walking, but but actually we kind of stumbled on it by accident we were happen to be driving from one I can't remember where we're going now and we we're like oh we'll stop off here and this looks interesting yeah. so um, we took off and, and and did the walk took a few hours um, and again it was another lovely summer's day so it was a perfect day for a walk and obviously there's a lot of people out with the dogs a lot of, um, a lot of kids out yeah. um, it was a really good definitely a good uh, fun place to go and enjoy a good walk and a lot of fantastic different scenery as well when yeah. you get right to the top there
0: with all the waterfalls. It really is. It's it's a region like no other really. It's very unique. Um and then on the other side of course you have the Yorkshire Moors which is totally different. It's quite barren, but it is beautiful, especially when the heather and the gorse are out. Um so you can go for walks on the Yorkshire Moors, you could stop at the whole of Hawcombe which is a massive um I don't know how else to explain it apart from it's like a bowl in the landscape. You can walk down into it. That's actually a good place um, to watch the steam train go past. Ah. It's really lovely. And um, you can stop at the whole of Hawkeham if you're going to the coast. So if you're taking a day trip to Whitby, um, I'd well, it's well worth stopping at the Hole of Horkham. Um Whitby itself is a beautiful seaside town. It's, it's very unspoiled. It's got cobbled streets um it's the home of Captain James Cook, so you can go to the Cook Museum. Um, you can walk along the beach, it's a huge big sandy beach. Um there's a famous part of the town called the the 199 steps, and you go up these stone steps to the headland, top of the headland, where there's 13th century abbey ruins. It's Whitby's really whatever the weather, Whitby's a great place to go. It's very atmospheric, it's very quaint. Um it's yeah well worth recommend Whitby and if you can fit it in about seven miles from Whitby is Robin Hood's Bay and it's beautiful beautiful fishing village it's car free you have to leave your car yeah. for the car park at the top of the village and then just walk down into the village and onto the beach and it's full of you know narrow lanes and tightly packed cottages It's it's really lovely and the beach is is stunning as well
1: that was one of our main disappointments over the summer in that because we spent the the weekend in Whitby um so obviously we went to the magpie for for fish and chips um and actually met up with some um some members of the the uh, UK travel planning Facebook group who who had actually done an itinerary consult for they happened to be in Whitby at the same time as us so we actually met up at the at the abbey for for um Uh, a coffee but we'd met the night before in the magpie because they'd also booked to have fish and chips there um so yeah so we had a couple of days but we so when we were driving back we're coming back down to Derbyshire we we really wanted to stop off at Robin Hood's Bay but unfortunately we just couldn't get parked it was it was a very busy it was that that um the school holiday week at the beginning of June it was uh long it was it was just very busy obviously the weather was fantastic so um yeah so that will that'll have to go on I think it's going to be at least at least 10 days I'm gonna have to spend in
0: Yorkshire I think
1: Sinead (laughs)
0: yeah I'll show you around (laughs) yeah
1: yeah because because Doug's a big fan of Robin Hood's Bay he was really disappointed we couldn't get parked that day because um he, he really wanted to visit. And then we tried to fit it in actually later in, on, in the trip, dri- driver back down from Northumberland. Um, and we just didn't have time again then to do it. But but yes, definitely Robin Hood's Bay is, um, I've, I've only ever heard really good things
0: about it. Yeah, it's lovely. That whole stretch of coastline, there's another car-free village called Stathes. That's nice. Uh, Raven's Car is nice. There's a seal colony at Raven's Car. And then Sands End, just around the corner from Whitby, that's a fantastic beach and then, of course, you've got Runswick Bay, which is another uh, car-free village, and that beach was voted the best beach in Britain in 2020, oh, okay. which is is quite an accolade when you compare it to Cornish and Northumberland beaches. So it, that that coastline is is beautiful. It's very underrated. It's 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 not visited very much by yeah. overseas tourists. It's mostly, you know, Yorkshire people keep trying to keep it to themselves, but it, it <laughs> it's a really lovely coastline. Oh, no, that's
1: that's really good. It's a bit like the Northumberland coast. I think um, the secrets got out really about how amazing Northumberland is. Obviously, that's where I'm from originally, and I'm doing a lot of promotion of Northumberland. So it's lovely to hear the same from you about Yorkshire because I guess it's like, you know, promoting the places that, well, my kids, where I used to live um, and where I'm originally from, and obviously Yorkshire, where where you've been living for quite a number of years now. Um, So um, another place actually that I I mentioned when we're talking about. you know, the different different day trips and the places that we, we enjoy going to in Yorkshire. One that I did mention was um, was Saltaire, which, um, so I used to be a history teacher a long time ago and I um, and also had a bit of a fascination with kind of the UNESCO World Heritage Sites in the UK. So Doug and I did a visit to um, Saltaire, which is a Victorian model village, which was set up in the, the 19, uh, 1800s, yep. um by Titus Salt um, and it's it's a living, people live in in that village now um and um that's a, a fascinating place to to go easy to get to by train actually yeah. you can get off the train and you're kind of there um so that's a that's a really uh, easy and interesting place to go to if you've certainly got an interest in history yeah absolutely and architecture yeah
0: a couple of other nice towns um if you, if you like architecture and history um harrogate's a great place to go to from york it's a victorian spa town um you can visit the pump works that used to run the spas you can go for a turkish bath in harrogate the valley gardens there are very beautiful and there's a betty's tea room there which has been voted the best afternoon tea in britain um so it's that's a really nice it's a very easy day trip from york it's about 20 minutes by train and it's just a great place little town to wander around and if if you like gardening and gardens um, very close to Harrogate is the Royal Horticultural Society's Harlow Carr Garden which at any time of year um, is amazing but spring is spectacular that's well worth a visit and um, very close to Harrogate is Naresborough. Knaresborough is a really pretty market town it's quite hilly Um, it's got cobbled streets it's got lots of murals on its buildings and the river flows through naresborough so you can do riverside walks you can hire a rowing boat there there's castle ruins um, and there's also you can go and visit mother shipton's cave which is allegedly the oldest tourist attraction in britain yeah mother shipton was a a famous prophetess and it, it said she um foretold the great fire of london um and people used to hang things in her cave and because of the uh water and the geology of the rocks there the objects become um calcified so they're they're preserved so you can go and you can see boots and all sorts of things hanging from the cave roof that have been hung there you know 2 300 years ago oh wow so and there's is a very very easy trip you can get there from york in about 15 minutes it's a very easy day trip um so yeah There's one other place I'd like to mention. Mm -hmm. It's Fountains Abbey in Studley Royal. Fountains Abbey was recently voted the best tourist attraction in in England. Um, And, you know, we've got some amazing tourist attractions. So that that tells you that Fountains Abbey is good. It's um, the largest and best preserved monastery ruins in England. Um, It dates back to the 12th century, I think. And it's Mm -hmm. just beautiful it's very atmospheric um you know if you like photography it's a great place to go and get some fantastic photos and it adjoins studley royal gardens um which is a world heritage site fountains abbey is also a world heritage Mm -hmm. site and it's an 800 acre garden it's all landscaped um they've got lakes they've got fountains they've got follies um it's a fantastic place. You you would probably need the whole day there to see everything. And it's a great place to take children because it's got, you know, so much space and to run around lots of things to see and do. It's got a great adventure playground and a cafe. Um, it's you can't get to it by bus or train. Unfortunately, you would need a car, um, but it's well worth the day trip
1: it's a, it's actually a great place i think um to to take a picnic i know w- w- we were there a few years ago again on one of those beautiful um english summer days and um we just sat and had a picnic in in you know in the grounds of the of the actual ruined Abbey and um, yeah, I've got, I have got some photos of actually Revo Abbey and also um, Fountains Abbey. I'll, I will put those on the um, show notes page as well. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, if you've got kids, what a, it's a great place to go because they say they can run around, you can take a picnic. Um, I know, I think they had, if I remember rightly, they did have something for children like a little trail. Um, I'm sure there was something when we actually went in for kids to do. And as just say, the playground there. So um, that's a lovely place to go and actually stay near there as well and um, spend a few days exploring that area because um, I know it was somewhere that we we again said we'd love to go back to um, because we were very impressed with that. Um, so obviously we've talked about talked about quite a lot of destinations. Um, wh- how would you recommend kind of getting around um, from York to these different places. I mean, some places obviously are going to be accessible by train, but not all of them. Yeah.
0: By train, you can get to Whitby, Scarborough, Harrogate, um, Saltair, Haworth, um, Naresborough. You can get quite a lot of places by train. Yeah. You can catch various buses from outside York Rail Station. They will take longer than the train, yeah. but they are. They will get you can you can catch a bus to the Dales and you can also get the coastliner bus which goes from York over the moors to Whitby. And that was recently voted Britain's most scenic bus journey. And I've taken that bus journey several times and it's long, but it is beautiful. Yeah. Um, but really, if you really want to explore the moors and the dales and you know the North Yorkshire countryside, you really do need a car. You would need to hire a car. Yeah. I wouldn't advise you know hiring one in London and driving to York you can get the train to York and then from York itself there are uh, car hire places at York Rail Station so you can pick one up in the city centre and then go off exploring.
1: Yeah I think uh, that's a that's a really good tip um, Sinead and I I often say that to people if they're you know because quite often um, stop off, off in York Comes up when people are traveling from London to Edinburgh, and certainly we we are very much promoting that people stop off in York for at least a day. I mean, we try and encourage people if they can fit it into their itinerary to stay longer. And I think um, again, you don't need to drive from London to York. The train is it's very easy, it's very straightforward. In fact, I've actually said to people you can do York in a day trip from London. It is very doable. Um, So yeah, I think getting yourself to York basing yourself in York and then hiring a car and, and, and exploring and giving yourself, you know, not trying to fit this into a, a day or two, but actually, you know, giving yourself a decent itinerary to explore Yorkshire, you know, anybody, it's a great place for families. It's a great place for walkers. It's a great place for anybody with interest in history. Yeah. Um, you know, it really is a, it's a fantastic part of the UK to explore. Definitely. Um, I was just thinking you know anybody that's visit, considering to to do this to visit york and and thinking about some of these um day trips what sort of tips would you would you give people
0: if you're driving mm-hmm. I think it's important to remember that it will take longer than you think to get anywhere it will take probably longer than google maps will say it will once you get onto the north yorkshire countryside especially in the dales the roads can be very narrow they can be winding There's limited visibility on corners, so you do need to slow down. And that will, that means your journey will take a bit longer. I would also perhaps say that just be aware that if you are in the car, we do, we are famous for our stone walls. We have a lot of hedges. You might not be able to see very much as you're driving along. So when you see a viewpoint, take advantage of it and stop and have a good look at the view. I'd also say plan your itinerary according to the weather. So much of what there is to see and do in North Yorkshire is outside. So, you know, plan your day trips on the best day weather possible. It, it can't always be helped, but if, if there is a better day whilst you're here, that's the day to go and do day trips. Save York for the rainier days. Mm. And I'd always say, you know, come prepared for the weather. If you if you don't go out on the rain in Yorkshire, you'd never go out. So just be yeah. prepared for the weather and you'll still have a fantastic time.
1: Absolutely, and that's a great tip for, for visiting anywhere in the UK. I will say to people, you know, because I, I, we always get asked about packing tips and my packing tip is, you know, take layers because, you know, the English weather is notoriously unpredictable. Yeah. I, this summer when we were back, um, it was 42 degrees the day that we visited Highclere Castle. Oh. Um, you know, I would never have forecast that when I was planning the trip that we were going to experience a day that that was so incredibly hot so yes, you can't, and you know we. I don't think we had much rain at all for this this last summer. I think it was, but but again, you just can't predict. It yeah. could it could rain or it cannot rain. You, you just can't tell, and sometimes you can't even believe the the weather forecast are. They have to kind of take that with a of pinch of salt sometimes. Um, but thanks so much, Sinead, for coming on and talking about Yorkshire again. It's lovely to to chat to you and um, listen to all those fantastic places that you've mentioned and your tips for anybody planning that. Um, I will put links to obviously to both your websites and to all of the destinations that we've mentioned today. I'll put those links in the show notes so nobody has to worry about not being able to get the information. It will be there. Um, So I just want to say a huge thank you again, Sinead, for coming on. It's been brilliant to
0: talk to you. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks again.
1: Once again, a huge thank you to Sinead for coming onto the podcast and sharing her extensive knowledge of York and Yorkshire. I know I'm looking forward to spending some time exploring many of the places Sinead mentioned in this episode. You can find links to everything we discussed, including destinations and experiences in the show notes for this show at uktravelplanet.com/episode17. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. To support our show, you can pop over to our website uktravelplanet.com which is packed full of useful information and resources and loads and loads of travel inspiration for the UK, and click the Tip Your Guide button, which can be found at the bottom of each page. We really, really appreciate all your support. All that leaves me to say for this week is happy UK travel planning.